The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Um, I'm going to check on my turtles. What are you doing, girl? Huh? What are you doing? Huh? Hmm? What you say? Hmm? What are you doing? What are you doing? She loves people. Oh, my Gundy. Um, I mean, the softball coach is catching the heat right now, at least from Sooner fans. Kenny Gajewski needs to get a pet turtle I to know. calm himself down like Mike Gundy did. Now, with all the drama and everything going on today, and we already talked about that last hour, we needed a lighthearted moment. Yeah. What better than Mike Gundy talking to his pet mm. turtle? Talking pet turtles. Talking, uh, not talking some Bermuda hay. Not talking starting quarterbacks. You won't name one yet. Oh, it's going to be the Bowman kid. It has to be, I right? I would be very surprised if it wasn't Alan Bowman. Um, man, I'm, I still – I don't think you're on this train. I think I'm alone. But I think Oklahoma State could shock some people this year. I don't see them winning the Big 12. I don't see them making the, the conference championship game. But what they were six and seven a year ago, like Oklahoma, I believe, wasn't that right? No, they, they ended, ended up, up winning seven, and seven. Yeah, they ended up winning seven. They were seven and six, and what they lost like their last six straight. They cratered down the stretch, man, and they feel like they had TCU beat yeah. towards the middle part of the season. Yeah, um, and after they lost that game, that they completely cratered. So, I, I mean, I, I guess I don't know. You say that you think they're really going to surprise some people, but you don't pick them to win the conference or play in the conference championship game. So. That could only mean like nine or ten wins is what that yeah. would have to mean. Yeah, I think that's where they're going to be around the ten wins. Boof, man, I can't, I can't get I, to ten. I wins. would probably stay around the. Uh, I'd probably stay around the nine win area, like a nine and nine and three. You're, you're high on Alan team. Bowman, and dude, yeah. I was at the same game you were at way back in 2018. Uh, we we've seen him play good football before. I, I'm worried about their defense. Yeah, I, I um, they they had made some strides defensively, especially mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. I I just feel like they're really going to struggle on that side this year. I think you're right, but and I've talked about this before. This is why I think Mike Gundy is an awesome head coach. He's a bit of a chameleon. the The team changes their their philosophy, kind of how they're built depending on what his roster looks like. And they they moved to, towards a defensive-led team because they had a bunch of upperclassmen on defense and had a really good scheme and system. They were built well. They played good defense. They got conservative offensively. They had a dual-threat quarterback that, you know, he would, he would use his legs. They would try and run the ball. You know, they'd air it out every now and then whenever they needed to, but they played pretty conservative offensively. 
Well, now they're going to take a bit of a step back defensively, probably try to be a little bit more opti- uh, um, not optimistic, um, opportunistic on the defensive side, may, may have to, to give to get a little bit. Um, but I think offensively they're going to get kind of back to what we've seen them do in the past and air it out. And yeah. be way more aggressive on the offensive. They have a soft schedule. Um, they're right there yeah. in the category of OU with uh, they, they, those are probably the two easiest schedules in the Big Twelve. I'm just I'll, I'll take the under on nine wins if that's what you're putting it at. Give me the under, please, on nine wins yeah. for uh, Oklahoma State. I think you'd have to go. I think the over under is more like I think it's eight and a half. And oh, I'm sure, I'm sure in Vegas it. it's like um, is it eh, seven and a half? I'll, I'll, I'll look. It's and probably see. pretty low. I mean, that's kind of one of the things I'm saying. Like they may surprise some people because the way they ended last year, they lost their their quarterback, the longtime quarterback, to the transfer portal. They they lost some other offensive talent to the transfer portal. Graduated, you know, a bunch of defensive players. I I, I just I feel like they're kind of being overlooked a they, little bit. I mean, bit, they're definitely the overlooked. Six and a half is the over-under with yeah. a very manageable schedule. It's just with how last year finished with what left the program, I'm just not – I'm not super like, – I, I think they could hit that over and go seven and five, but I, I just – I can't get to a place where I think that they're going to go nine and three this year, even if Alan Bowman's really good this year. Are they going to be uh, Arizona State? I think they'll win in Tempe. What is that, week two or week three? Two. Week two? Nine thirty kick, and, and if they start, if they win that game, what I feel like without looking at their schedule, they got a great chance to start five and zero. No, they play. They play Kansas State before C- that. Yep, Central Arkansas at Arizona State, South Alabama at Iowa State. Which yeah. right now I'd I'd have them trending to win that game, but we'll see. I mean, you never know with Iowa State, and then they play Kansas State, and then Kansas, West Virginia, Cincinnati. They end with. Um, UCF, Houston, and BYU. Nine one eight Rod says, "Guys, as much as I may, as much as I hate to admit it, I think Mike Gundy is a hell of a coach. That's right. Think about this: Has OSU ever had a top fifteen recruiting class ever? Right now, they rank fifty fourth in recruiting on the twenty four seven site. Three teams that are ranked ahead of them are Memphis, Illinois, and Duke. He's definitely a hell of a coach. He's yes. the most successful coach they've had in their program's history, and it's really not that much of a discussion. Yep, it's not a discussion at all. He's he has." Like people have tried to fight him on the recruiting end about who they need to target and go after, um, but he he knows the right type of guys that fit the program, and he's not interested in spending a bunch of time and money chasing recruits that are out of their range, like a bunch of people want them to. Uh, Let's get to OU here. I've got uh, best and worst case scenarios this year. I've even got uh, kind of random predictions, oddly specific predictions for each team in the top 25. Here's an oddly specific prediction by The Athletic on number 19, Oklahoma. 20 in the AP poll, so I don't know if this is their ranking, but whatever. Dylan Gabriel's career-high 33 touchdown passes will keep fab freshman Jackson Arnold on the bench. And ex-Wake Forest starter Rondell Bothroyd will be one of the five defensive line transfers who will help Oklahoma's defense make a big jump in year two under Brent Venables. But the Sooners, who were smashed 49-0 in the Red Mm. River rivalry last year, still aren't going to be good enough to beat Texas. The first loss to the Longhorns, will come in a 25-point blowout on October 7th. 
and the second will be a much tighter one-score game in the Big 12 title rematch. That'll allow SEC fans to wear bleep off if you're not in the SEC t-shirts and brag about how much better their league will be with 16 teams than the 2016 Big 10. Man. So they think Gabriel is going to start all year long. OU's going to get destroyed by Texas by 25 points and lose to him again in the Big 12 championship game. That is a very mm. oddly specific prediction. It definitely lived up to, uh, to the title there. I just, for the life of me, I, I, I just, I don't know how people get to Texas is, has a 25-point better roster right now. Well, they didn't have, have a 49-point better roster well, last I year. I think we can all agree with that. But I just, when I look at these two teams, if one wants to say that Texas has a, has a better roster, slightly better roster, okay, like we can evaluate that and talk about that. Texas being 25 points better than OU this year at game six, I'm just, well, I, I can't. I, because I tend to think, here's how I think about that game this year. I got it. Like that's OU's first big test to start the season, right? They got beat forty nine zero last year. They they t- taken the crap from that in in the uh, in the past year. They're going to come out with something in that game, okay? I, I think that they have probably put a lot of emphasis on that in the off season. I'm not saying that you're going to see an entire entirely new playbook, but that staff knows what's on the line in that game this year and the importance of that game. OU is going to put a lot of emphasis on that. I just I don't think it's going to be a 25 point blowout, honestly, on either side. Right. Well, let me ask you this: If I told you that the University of Oklahoma has a bounce back year, double digit wins, um, make it to the Big 12 championship, but lose the game, but they end up 11 and two and make a New Year's six, would you say I'll take it? With those two results against Texas? Well, hang on. I'm just saying, like, if you didn't know those results, would you take it? I'm not – okay, I'm not taking – I'm not accepting any deal that doesn't at least have a Big 12 title this year. Okay. With how much better I think this team's going to be and how wide open the league is, I'm not locking myself into anything that doesn't result in a Big 12 championship. Okay. I think most – Fair? People, uh, like, would you take the deal? I, I mean, 11 wins at a New Year's Six Bowl game is enticing. I understand enticing. that. But here's the deal. You could win 11 games this year and really not beat a top 25 team at any point this I season. I know. I know. Now, well, now, like, if you're guaranteeing me 11 wins first year in the SEC, hell yeah. Like, let's go. I'll take that all day. What if I told you they are 11-2 and two and they lost the regular season game with Texas. But, but like you're going to have to give I'm going to say no to anything unless you guarantee me a Big 12 championship yeah. in there. So yeah. I I don't know what your counter well, offer is. I guess is I'm just saying be. that I I feel like I feel like 80% maybe more of Sooner fans would jump all over that. And I don't I think it would change if they knew that both of the losses were to Texas. Mm-hmm. But maybe not. I don't know. After last year, after I mean, the after shock last of last year, year I, I mean, that's... Which, you want to talk about business 101? Make a deal with someone when they're desperate. So I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad we're in this conversation, because I was going to bring this up today. After last year's result, do you feel like the national narrative around OU and Texas is that Texas is in control of this series right now? Everyone thinks they have a better roster nationally, but 
do you get what I'm asking there? Do you feel like there's this national narrative when it comes to th- these two programs that Texas has a hold of this series and and, and they're they're the program that's ahead? nationally? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What do you what do you think they they played 24 games since 2000? How many of those do you think OU has won since 2000 out of those 24 games? 14. 16 and 8. 16 in the eight. past 24 games against Texas. Yeah. So like there's this narrative right now that Texas is far ahead of Oklahoma. They're controlling that rivalry right now. And I'm not saying that I'm buying into that, but this is a big year in the series. I OU needs to go win that thing. So it's hard for me to say yes to even a scenario where Oklahoma loses to Texas loses to Texas well, this year. Frankly, when's the last time Texas won back to back? They won back-to-back in 08 and 09, and that's probably – yeah, I think that's the last time. What about 12 and 13? Did we win in 13? No, Texas won in 13. OU uh, blew Texas out in 2012. It was, okay. It was uh, bad. All right. So, But recently, Texas won 22. We won 21. We won 20. OU we won, won 19. 19. Split we- in 18. Oh, you won seventeen. Well, yeah, I'm talking about just the Big okay. Twelve, not the Big Twelve champs, just the uh, OU Texas. Then OU won seventeen, sixteen, and Texas won fifteen. I don't know how far back you want to go. That's it, right there. So, um, that's the play. Well, not the playoff era, but pretty close. Of to Of the it. last, what is that? Nine. It's. Wait, wait, no, that's eight. It's five and three. Oklahoma. We've won three out of the last four games, and to suggest that. Texas is dominating that, is looking at one score from one game when Oklahoma didn't have their quarterback, right? And I'm not, I'm not going to suggest that we win that game with Dylan Gabriel. We'll never know, but I can assure you it ain't 49-0. 2-1-4, hell yes, you take 11-2 and two, no matter what. Almost double the wins from last year, absolutely. Nah. Uh, Peyton says, I'm desperate enough, I take three losses – if it meant beating Texas rather than Texas being our only two losses, kind of ex- exaggerating, but also kind of serious. Yeah. Uh, Patrick says, when did Texas suddenly get good? Have I been drinking? Didn't they lose six games last year? Don't they lose about six games every year for the last 15 years? Uh, they lost five last year, right? Was it five? They were eight and five a year ago. Yes. They lost five last year. They lost to the three, what we say, the three or the four best teams that they played? Washington. Alabama, Kansas State, and TCU, the four best teams that they played. Yeah. What was what were they Hermans last year? They were oh gosh, what year was that? Was that twenty twenty twenty, right? They were like eight and three, seven and three. They played in the Alamo Bowl that season. Yeah. I'm just trying to think, like they've Texas has lost more games in the last two years than like any two wretch, uh, any two year stretch Oklahoma's had in like the last twenty five years, like you have to go back to the nineties. Sean says uh, perception is reality, unfortunately, and that's, that's true. And that's true, and especially in recruiting, right? Yep. And that's why, like, OU recruited just fine with a six and seven record last year, but that it cannot be the norm. You know, getting owned by Texas here moving forward, and well, I, and I don't think it's going to be, but I, I just think for a lot of reasons, recruiting included. It's a big game this year in Dallas, especially with how many times you're going head-to-head against those guys. And just to go back to the the perception is reality, that 
that recent graphic compared like since the 2009 Big 12 championship game, Nebraska and Texas, the programs ah. Identical. With uh, far worse recruiting classes for Nebraska, yeah. by the way. Yeah, Nebraska zero five stars and Texas like 17 four stars. Mm-hmm. Texas has had like 17 five stars and like 150. Well, yeah, when you look at Nebraska's four and five stars, you would say, oh, okay, well, that kind of makes sense. You look yeah. at Texas four and five stars and say, hmm, that didn't add up. Well, yeah, and well, that's the thing, though. Perception is reality. The University of Texas has a. Uh, a gigantic mouthpiece in ESPN who touts them as the comeback team of the year every single year, and it gives off the narrative that they're just the right there. They're, this is going to be the year finally. When in reality, they've been worse. Like they're in the bottom half of the Big 12 over the last, you know, however, like if you want to go back to 2009, it's. It's probably worse. Kansas State will have more wins. OU will have more wins. Oklahoma State will have more wins. TCU will have more wins. Baylor will probably – I mean, they're like 6-7 in in the conference. In in, in a conference that hasn't been elite by any stretch during that time, by the way. Exactly. So, look, I've given up that that's ever going to change. It it does kind of feel like, all right, if Texas doesn't live up to expectations this year – then maybe, just maybe, finally everyone the offseason following will start to believe, okay, I'm not going to believe it until I see it. But Arch Manning is their next quarterback. Oh, so restart it's it. going to restart all over again. And you mentioned ESPN as the mouthpiece. Well, I don't know if you've noticed what's been going on in college football, but ESPN has pushed all their chips onto the, the SEC side of the table. I mean, they're all in on the SEC. So if you think that... Texas being hyped is because of ESPN. That ain't stopping anytime soon now that Texas is in the SEC. Yeah, I if Texas has a Texas season, 7 and 5, something like that, and and they limp into the SEC, I I don't I don't know how long anyone in the SEC is going to uh tolerate them being picked to cuz is there anyone in the in the SEC that gets that type of treatment? Well, I, I would have said Alabama, I guess, at one point, but we're trying to tear down Alabama at ESPN every single chance I, we get this offseason. I think this is the first year since Saban won a championship in, what, 09? Yeah. That they haven't received a first-place vote in the, the preseason AP poll, and they've never finished behind number three in the preseason AP poll in that – long stretch of years so like they've earned it i have some under the radar players uh in training Ooh. camp have they been looking the part or not well, you've been at practice so i'm gonna ask you okay so you're talking about uh this is strictly university of oklahoma football players uh-huh. not arch manning i already know that he had a 70 okay. yard touchdown run last saturday nice in, Austin. in a blue jersey when you can't tackle the quarterbacks <laughs> he ripped off a 70 yarder whoa 20 miles per hour we clocked him nice all right quick time out Keep the text line hot. We need to get to some of those next. 651-3439, Knippelmeyer text line. We'll be back. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. 
Entrepreneurs and more Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, more Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about more Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. Win the most three times a week during Apache Casino Hotel slot tournament days. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Rewards members receive one free session in our slot tournament. Want another round in the tournament? Earn 200 slot points daily each tournament day to play an extra tournament session. Apache Casino Hotel, where you win the most. You've joined the ref for years with our 68 team giveaway in March. Now, we're giving you a shot at college football glory in our first annual Gridiron Giveaway. Join us Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 p.m. at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond, 909 West I-35 Frontage Road, as we give away 70 teams from all the Power 5 conferences. If you get one of the four teams that make it to the playoffs, you will win one of four major grand prizes. There will also be hourly instant giveaways throughout the day. Oh, there it is. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's the Refs Gridiron Giveaway. Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. Come early and stay all day for the fun and for your shot at college football glory. Whether you live in or visit Norman, the Norman Economic Development Coalition wants you to think local. Eat, shop, stay, and play in Norman this summer. Looking for some place to eat and watch the game? Bad Daddy's Burger Bar is the place for chef-inspired burgers, giant chopped salads, and famous margaritas. Shop at Cayman's on Main Street. One-stop shopping for men's and women's clothing and accessories, designer jewelry, cosmetics, and home decor. Featuring Peter Millar, Johnny O, Rag and Bone, John Hardy, and much more at Cayman's. Looking for fun for the entire family? Westwood Tennis, Golf, and Water Park is the place to be. So soak up the sun at Westwood this summer. When you shop local, you are supporting businesses that donate more to charities than non-local owners. Shop local to build relationships, receive better customer experience, and get personal service. Eat, shop, play, and stay in Norman this summer. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. This Saturday is our six hours, 60% off sale. Shop with us from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and save 60%. This is the time to treat yourself or do some gift shopping and save big. We chop 60% off over a 1,000 amazing pieces. We are making room for new arrivals, and you don't want to miss your chance to have the jewelry you want at a price you will love. Get in line before 10 a.m. this Saturday for best selection. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. Texting, talking on your phone, or listening to music near train crossings or on platforms are big distractions. You need to see and hear the train coming. After you're on the train, those things are fine. So remember, simple things like taking your headphones out and taking your hood off could save your life. 
is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. A reminder, we will be at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond coming up on Monday for, for our Gridiron giveaway, noon to 7 p.m. Come by, show up for your chance to win a college football team. Your team makes the four-team playoff. You're going to win an awesome prize. Instant giveaways all uh, afternoon as well, noon to 7 p.m., Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. All right, I've got some uh, specific players I want to ask about so far in training camp that you've seen. Okay. And this first player, a lot of hype going into training camp. Just haven't heard a lot about him. One of the most talented players a certain position coach has maybe ever seen at OU. What's been going on with Tyler Guyton? Um, Has he had the camp he's needed to have? I think maybe he missed a couple of practices early. I don't know why. Um, But I frankly don't know. I haven't haven't seen or heard anything negative. Um, Here's the thing you got to remember. Like the – the measurables and the talent absolutely through the roof. He is still a very inexperienced offensive lineman. And I imagine it, it's going to take him a little bit into the season before we really start to see him hit his stride. Just like Anton, Anton Harrison, Harrison yeah. last year. I mean, you it's know, like the Iowa State game. It was when we first started to be, hey, he's got a big matchup this week. Who's it? Will McDonald was mm-hmm. on the other side. And I don't know, maybe a couple weeks before that, we really started talking about. Um, he was Anton solid Harrison. the whole time. Like, there was never anything bad from but him. But he really, like, amidst all the exactly. crap of the second half of the season, he, he really shined. Exactly. Which and I, I feel uh, like that could be the same thing with Guy. Speaking Guyton. of the O-line, um, I, I mean, Levy pretty much told us before camp started, left tackle's going to be Rouse. Left guard's a question mark. We'll see. Yeah. Rames going to play at center. Matoyer's going to play at right guard. Yeah. And Guyton's going to be at right tackle. Uh-huh. Has that what four of the starting five has looked like up to this point? That's that's what I've seen. Um, throw from from what I've watched, I think Savion Bird has ran the majority of reps at left guard. At left guard, that's not surprising. Well, it's probably not fair that I say that. When because I haven't been out, it's not like I'm at every single practice and watch every single rep with the with the offense. But the limited amount that I have been out there, I feel like Bird has got the most reps there. But I think the big kid um, transfer Schaefer has shown some nice flashes as well. Uh, he had a big pancake the other day. I, I can't remember where it was, but um, I think he's had some nice flashes too. So I don't know. We'll see. I think. The the biggest thing is that offensive line group needs just some continuity. Rouse was not there in the spring. I think Rain missed time in the spring. I over the last couple of years, we haven't had our starting five offensive linemen together for any amount of time at all. Like even last year, through camp and through the first four games, Wanye Morris was out, was suspended. Uh, I think Rain missed time throughout the spring. Like, it's yeah. just been constantly yeah. moving parts. They need some continuity in what's there. The, uh, what's the betting favorite for the starting five game one? Route, oh, the, the Ford that we just mentioned and then Bird at left guard? Savion Bird? That's probably what I would say. I would say. think so. 
Um, I mean, again, like Lebby told us, four of the five starters going into training camp, and that can obviously change, but I, I, I don't know. I, I just feel it was quite a statement for the offensive coordinator yeah. to say, here's four of your five starters, and we haven't even started camp yet. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if... And I hope Bird is that other starter, by the way. I think that needs to be the yeah. case. It, it wouldn't shock me if like maybe one or the other, like Bird is named the starter, and like, they're still rotating series at left guard. Could be. Yeah. Uh, one more before we move to the text line. Stogner, we know the importance of the tight end position. Yeah. Has he been on a pitch count during training camp? How's old uh, Stodkowski been he, looking? At he scrimmages? looks good to me. I, I know some people are not necessarily lower on him than I am, but kind of think he's a little bit more limited. I think he just I think he just fits a traditional tight end role really nicely and from that spot could end up being a, a really big weapon for our offense. As long as our running game comes around, I think Stogner is in line to have a really nice season. Um you know, he's I, I think people forget how big he is. Well and, and he made I know he hasn't had a long list of incredible plays in his OU career, but he had one of the more underrated plays in that 2020 OU Texas game. Yeah. Was it a second or a third down? I think in that first overtime where Rattler basically just threw it up to him in traffic and he was able to come down with it for a touchdown. Yeah. That was a huge play at that time because Texas had all the momentum going in overtime. Yeah. OU looked like they might be in trouble in that first OT period. I I think that – I think he's got some really like and and you got to remember at that point he was probably like 20 pounds lighter than he is right now uh 15 pounds lighter than he is right now. He's like he's 66 and up around the 260 pound mark. I mean that's that's a big tight end. Um he's not a devastating blocker, but he's a capable blocker and because he's so big he looks slower than what he actually is. I think he moves really well. Um, I don't know. I'm optimistic that he has a good year. He's just he's not going to be Braden Willis. Sure. Like we're not going to see him involved in the offense as much as Braden Willis was because you know he's he's not the Swiss Army knife. He doesn't have all of that versatility, but he fits a really good role. From the nine one eight OU has got to get a new center. He isn't even a shadow of former OU centers. Play the transfer. Three exclamation marks behind that one. You know, I am I'm I'm feeling pretty good about where Raim is right now. And I'm usually like I've been very slow to come around on Raim because you know there's it, there's always something. It well feels he, like. he just hasn't been available as much as he's yeah. needed to be. He's missed a bunch of off seasons to really work on his body and to get stronger and to and to find some real continuity and be the leader of the offensive line. Um, from what I've seen out there, he looks he looks pretty good. Four oh five attended practice yesterday and got to listen to Lebby for a while. He talked a lot about how well Savion Bird is improving and expects him to be a key piece to the offensive line this year. Again, I, I just said I that's who I hope plays at left guard. And I hope he starts there. I hope he takes that position and absolutely runs with it and never looks back. 
But this is a big year for Savion Bird. Yep. I don't know. I don't know if this is the well. If it doesn't happen this year, it's never going to happen. But they've got some young offensive linemen that are freshmen this year, and then the class coming in after that. Like, if, if it doesn't happen for Savion Bird this year, it's going to be difficult in twenty four. You know, I Savion Bird is he is the um, he's the he he provides the nasty the the grittiness the like what you expect from from Bow offensive lineman he most personifies that on this group so i they need him out there for that that mean streak um whenever he knows where he's going and there's no doubt in his mind where his block is like uh, he gets movement and he he is aggressive and he he will absolutely fight so I, I, I think that he, they need more of that on that group. Like Rouse is, you know, big guy and he's he's capable and he's consistent. But Rouse is like he's a he's a Stanford grad transfer that's like a biochemical engineer. Like too smart to be tough. Is that what well, you're saying? No, I'm just I, saying I, it's I know, it's kidding. not like. And apparently, like the the situation that he was in out there at Stan, and I think he's talked about yeah. that before. Quite different than what he's experiencing right now in camp. It's it's different, and I mean Guyton to a certain degree is kind of the same way. He's big and he's athletic and he's he's super capable. Emergency alert, by the way. Um, there you go. But he is, yeah. You, you mentioned Savion Bird, or did you? Yeah, you mentioned Savion Bird is like the nasty yeah. on this offensive line. I think Josh Bates is quick to become that because of everything that he said, and like Brent Venables has mentioned how he plays. Like Josh Bates wants it known; he's very open with it. The staff is very like he's he's that type of player as well. Yeah, and I know I like him. Must a lot. be the same thing with the Ozida kid because he got a call out early. Haven't heard a whole bunch about those guys, the youngsters, uh, so far in camp. But I know they're out there. Like, I think really one of the key pieces is they need Sexton healthy and ready. He's still – he's like ahead of schedule. Remember, that was a that was a December ACL. Um, so he's, he's ahead of schedule and he's doing really good time-wise – like I'm not suggesting that they push him along. I'm just saying that they they need him and hopefully his recovery continues to go well. He progresses and they can ease him in and, and get him going and get him up to up to um up to pace with Greg the Greg from guys. Lawton, blue dang uh blue dang eardrum outs, uh yeah. big rich in OKC. That was a whoop ass alert of us over Texas. I'm telling you, man. That was loud. Like, that was if loud. you're ever in a a public area where there's a bunch of people and everyone's phones all go off at once. It's a bit startling, isn't it? It causes me anxiety just yeah. thinking about that. Yeah. Everyone knows the sound. Everyone knows the panic initially that you have, and everyone just looks at each other. Oh, okay. It's just a silver alert. No big deal. Well, I, I'm i all for those, and I'm glad that they have that capability, but I often find that the information that they're giving out is borderline worthless. Like, if you don't have, if you can't give me a description, like what kind of car it is, what the plate is, what the people are wearing, where they were last seen, then you may want to wait until you have some of that info. 
918, Texas only has one more Big 12 championship than Colorado. And they haven't even been in the Big 12 since 2011, 12 years. <laughs> nice. Well, I think they have actually two more. Texas won in 96, 05, and 09. But who cares? One more, two years. The point is still valid. Yes, that's, right. that's pathetic. Yep. Yep, it is. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting the text line. We'll continue to get to some of those next 651-3439 Knippelmeyer text lines. Stay tuned. The home of Sooner fans. Home for Sooner recruiting coverage. Home of your Sooner game day voices. Home of the best pre- and post-game coverage. Join the movement. Download the free KRF app now to listen anywhere, anytime. We are where diehard Sooner fans listen. You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit KREF.com, click the KREF store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt, say goodbye to the Big 12 with our Thanks for the Trophies shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venable's fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center. Find all of that and more at the KREF store. The KREF store, the home of Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army. Unbelievable heat is here, and it's hot, hot, and hotter at Dorsey Jones in El Reno. Be sure to check out the new 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 AT4X and take up to 5500 off MSRP. Go to Dorsey Jones in El Reno right now for sizzling savings just for you. We're turning up the heat. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. You've joined the ref for years for our 68 team giveaway in March, and now we're giving you a shot at college football glory in our first gridiron giveaway. Join us Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 p.m. at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond at 909 West I-35 Frontage Road as we give away 70 teams from all the Power 5 conferences. If you get one of the four teams that make the playoffs, you'll win one of four major grand prizes. There will also be instant hourly prize giveaways throughout the entire day. It's the Refs Gridiron Giveaway Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 p.m. at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. Come early and stay all day for the fun and your shot at college football glory. The Refs Gridiron Giveaway is brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, Fast Signs of Norman, Amini's Galleria, Cavens Group, and Riverwind Casino. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. This Saturday is our six hours, 60% off sale. Shop with us from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and save 60%. This is the time to treat yourself or do some gift shopping and save big. We chop 60% off over a 1,000 amazing pieces. We are making room for new arrivals, and you don't want to miss your chance to have the jewelry you want at a price you will love. Get in line before 10 a.m. this Saturday for best selection. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. 
Oklahoma football is the best. And Balfour of Norman on Historic Campus Corner has been Sooner fans' favorite OU shop for more than 45 years. Locally owned, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. Choose from great polos from Jordan, Nike, Columbia, Antigua, and women's tees and fashion tops that'll get you game ready. There's a large collection of OU hats, including the new Huey hats. You can count on Balfour of Norman for the best selection, quality, and service. Or shop online at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. Did the recent storms damage your home and roof? Call All-American Roofing today. All-American Roofing has been repairing and replacing roofs for over 40 years and is a second-generation locally-owned roofing company. They are also a Google-guaranteed contractor and offer free inspections. Our roofers are GAF Master Elite contractors with a BBB A-plus rating. Call All-American Roofing today at 405-787-0400. All-American Roofing, the best roofing company in Oklahoma. 405-787-0400. Don't forget to download our free app in the App Store. It's the official app of the Ref, K-R-E-F. Download it today. Jim in Arlington on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line says, Brett, your mark should give OU football the Big 12 Lifetime Achievement Trophy going out the door. They should rename the Big 12 Championship Trophy the Bob Stoops Trophy is what they should do if they want ah, to do anything. Nice. Well, think about it, man. There is no other coach in the Big 12 era, and I don't think that there will be another coach as long as the Big 12 is around that would have more success in this league than he did. Like how many conference championships he won. Bob has to be, has to be the most successful coach of the Big 12 era, which started in 1996. Well, yeah, he is. Moving forward, though, Kleiman? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think Sonny Dykes is going to be at TCU in five years. Like Maybe it's A&M after they fired Jimbo, going to throw a ton of money at him. Someone is. Um, I think the same could probably be said about I think- Malzahn. I, I just, I, like, when I evaluate that question that you just asked me, I think about the program, yes. I think who's more likely to stay at their job long term. Yeah. And I, for whatever reason, I look at Chris Kleiman as a guy that I think is going to stay there for a while. And they've kind of been – I mean, they've had their ups and downs, there's no doubt. Like, they rise to prominence in the late 90s, uh, mid to late 90s, and then hovered and hit some rough times, bounced back in a strong way, hit some tough times. Like, they've been resilient, but they've they've also had their, their really tough eras to struggle through, and – you know they're kind of like Oklahoma State in a way that Oklahoma State kind of rides the wave. They'll they'll be really good for a stint for a year or two, and then there's a, an extended rebuild, and then they they bounce back. But even the re- rebuild years aren't bad. That's kind of where Kansas State is, and I think without the Oklahomas and Texases, they may be able to. Their highs are not going to ever be much higher than where they are, sure. right? They're kind of limited because of recruiting on that. But I think their floor, without Oklahoma and Texas and kind of where they may be in the conference and perhaps uh, playoff of constant playoff appearances, I think their floor is going to be above where it's if been recently. Bob is the most successful head coach in the Big 12 era, which he is. There's no arguing that. Yeah. Who's two and three? 
Snyder, too, after two Big 12. I think he had two Big 12 championships in 03 and 2012. Yeah. You good with Snyder at two? Yeah. Three? Who is three? I, I mean, there's a pretty successful name at Baylor that no one wants to mention. And I was, I was just thinking. have to. Uh, I was just thinking Bryles and uh, Patterson at TCU. Did he win two? Patterson shared one. They didn't in 14. They won it because they couldn't decide between Baylor and TCU. What about 12? No, that was OU and Kansas State who split that year. And okay. then, so I think he only won the one in 14. Who won it in I want 13? To say. Baylor won it outright in 13. Okay. Played in, what they play in three Big 12 championship games? They played in the one in 2017 against OU and lost, right? And, and, then, and then they played in it last year. He wasn't the head coach there. Right. It was, uh, it was Sonny Dykes. Yeah. Hmm. Mike Leach could be in that three, just the consistency that he brought to Tech, I guess. I mean, he never won a Big 12 championship. Well, Gundy I mean, could be in that three, potentially. I guess we're probably not giving enough credit to Mac Brown. He did win a national championship, which goes for something. Don't let this be the best moment of your life. Let it be one of the best football memories of your life. But don't come back 30 years later and said winning a football game is the best thing that's ever happened to me. That's what he said <laughs> to his team immediately after. All right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Bad news we, on that. We can, we, can, uh, we can put Mac in there at, at number three, even though he won it in 05 and 09, and that was his only two. Yeah. We can put Mac at three. That's, that's okay. Who was their coach when they won it in 95? Was it uh, – Makovic, Makovic, is that who it was? I don't know. Hmm. Upset hmm. over Nebraska. Yeah, text line is saying uh, got to be Mac. We even have Ed in Houston says Muleshoe has four That's to five, doesn't he? That's a good point. Did not think of that. I, uh, it, I, it's a lot easier for me to put Mac at three than it is Muleshoe at three, to be uh, totally honest. Honestly, though, I think it's um, I, it's it's got to be Lincoln Riley. How did I not think of that? 17, 18, 19, and 20. So he won four consecutive. He was a head coach, what, five years at OU? 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. And he won four out of the five while he was there. Four yeah. out of the five. And then you can't uh, – you have to at least mention the offensive coordinator stints as well, 15 and 16. I guess. Uh, where he won uh, Big 12 championship both those years, right? Mojo Eraser says Gary Pinkle. Yeah, Gary Pinkle would have won uh, some Big 12 titles if not for Oklahoma. Yeah. He just had always had OU standing in his way. Yeah. Huh. There you go. Sorry, Mac. We thought we had you locked in at the number three spot, but that doesn't sound like that's going to happen. Neil Shue's brother will be the next head coach at A&M, says a texture in the 405. I wouldn't doubt that either. I really wouldn't doubt that. If, if Clemson bounces back and makes a college football playoff this year, he'll be the hottest name out there as long as like if Lincoln I unfortunately for him he's going to be tied to Lincoln and if they have a bad year I that's probably because he's going to be cast as the same exact thing as Lincoln you know what you're right and I agree with like 99 percent they, they just have one thing that kind of different there's one thing different about Garrett's and I don't know how much this is going to help him in that what you're saying is he's actually been a part of a team that's won a playoff game you know yeah so I guess there's the rebuttal to what you're saying as well hey Garrett's at least been a part of a team that won a playoff the other guy has it fair point against a good football team 
All right, uh, quick timeout. We'll come back and wrap up hour number one. Stay tuned. You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit KREF.com, click the KREF store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt. Say goodbye to the Big 12 with our Thanks for the Trophies shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venable's fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center. Find all of that and more at the KREF store. The KREF store, the home of Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army. Things are heating up at Riverwind. With over 2,000 of your favorite games. And the final Beats and Bites of the summer. Beat the heat with Gary Allen and enjoy all your favorite food trucks on August 26th. Get your tickets online or at the box office for only $10. Riverwind really is the best place to play. It's the happiest day ever. The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. Unbelievable heat is here, and it's hot, hot, and hotter at Dorsey Jones in El Reno. Be sure to check out the new 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 AT4X and take up to 5500 off MSRP. Go to Dorsey Jones in El Reno right now for sizzling savings just for you. We're turning up the heat. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. Dreaming of an escape? What about a relaxing escape to your very own backyard? Signature Custom Pools can turn your dreams into reality. Signature Custom Pools creates distinctive designs to fit your perfect getaway. Call Signature Custom Pools for your free design consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com and turn your backyard into your dream escape. Things like grass clippings and leaves can contribute harmful levels of nutrients into our surface and drinking water. We must improve water quality at Lake Thunderbird, our main drinking water source, which begins with taking care of our stormwater. Bag your clippings when mowing or leave them to break down and nourish your lawn. We drink our stormwater, so don't blow it by leaving your grass clippings in the street. For more information, visit bit.ly forward slash Norman Stormwater. Somewhere, there's a river rushing through the woods while someone rushes through their day. There's a mountain looking up at the sky while someone looks down at their phone. A trail waiting to be walked while someone waits for a latte. This world is full of somewheres waiting for someone just like you. So go see yours at 154 National Forests and 20 Grasslands. And to learn more, visit nationalforest.org. The National Forest Foundation. 
See your somewhere. Westwood Family Aquatic Center is the ultimate in summer fun. Westwood features water slides, diving boards, swim lessons, and more. With a captivating toddler area and splash pad, we ensure the whole family can have a blast. Our outdoor dive-in movie nights, 21-plus adult nights, and all our exciting events are perfect for an evening of entertainment and enjoyment. Even though season passes are sold out for 2023, you can beat the heat for $8 for all-day admission and $5 for Twilight. Go to Facebook to see our event lineup and westwoodpool.com for more information. If you're in your 40s or older and you're thinking about improving your vision, let me introduce you to the new LASIK, or as we like to call it, lens replacement. Lens replacement provides a permanent solution to your vision needs, unlike LASIK, which often leads patients needing reading glasses or adjusting to monovision. Here's the best part. With lens replacement, you'll never require cataract surgery. Lens replacement, the new LASIK. It's a major leap forward in vision correction. So if you're ready to see 2020, then check out the new LASIK available at thenewlasik.com. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Cavens Group bringing you this hour of the rush. Cavens Group, CavensGroup.com. Uh, if you have an emergency repair, storm damage, Cavens, they're on the call 24 7. CavensGroup.com. Looks like in the next 24 hours, we are going to get an ACC answer on both Cal and Stanford. Stanford sent out uh, Condoleezza Rice nice. to lobby for uh, Stanford to get in the ACC. And SMU sent George W. Bush to lobby on the behalf of SMU for the uh, ACC. George W., his wife, went to uh, is, is an SMU grad. Hmm. Well, good luck I, to all parties. Yeah, I don't. I don't really see it happening. Maybe mm. it'll be an SEC Pac-12 matchup when OU plays SMU in Week Two this year. Doubtful. I just I don't. Hmm. Why would, why would the ACC add Cal and Stanford and SMU? That, I mean, your main concern is keeping Florida State and Clemson in the mix. I just don't know what adding those two teams really. I, I mean, it doesn't really. I mean, it is, as long as you have Florida State and Clemson, you're in an okay spot. The moment you lose those two teams, you're in a bit. You're in, you're in some trouble. So, focus all your resources on doing that. I would say. So they've got 14 right now. I I. For the ACC, I don't think SMU is a bad ad. I, I don't think that that's bad at all. And maybe even like a Tulane or a Memphis. But Stanford, Cal and Stanford does nothing logistically. Yeah, logistically, it just makes no sense whatsoever. Right. Like with. Are can, uh, Cal and Stanford more attractive athletically than Memphis or Tulane? Maybe, but they don't have a fan base. Logistically, it just uh, and, and no fan base. Yeah. No fan base. Yeah. I if you add SMU and Tulane or Memphis, well, then you get markets that are big football markets um, that you're currently not in. 
You're not in – are they in anywhere in Tennessee at all? The uh, a- ACC? Yeah. Well, they're in, like, Louisville. They're there. Yeah. So that's – and, I mean, not in the state it's of Tennessee, but Kentucky I, in the I region. Don't, I don't think they're there. They're not in Tennessee, big football state. Obviously, uh, Texas with SMU, big football state. Tulane with New Orleans is a big area. Um, I Those would make mo- way more sense than – Callen, Stanford. Some other college football news. Peyton Thorne is Auburn's starting quarterback. Ooh. Michigan State transfer. And the reports are out about Spencer Rattler. He is poised for a massive year. Apparently, he's been lighting it up so far in South Carolina training camp. We'll see if it happens. He carries over the end of uh, last year into this year. It sounds like... Um... Auburn's on on a good path right Dude, now. Dude, they flipped two five stars, yeah. one from uh, Alabama and one for Georgia. They're two biggest yeah. rivals. They're one of the more intriguing teams in the SEC in the next three years. Agree. I know you plays them in twenty four. Agree. All right, quick timeout. We got hour number two of the rush coming up next.